Coffee's pretty good. Annie, what do they call the place downstairs now? It's changed names from when we left here two years two years ago. And it's not on the coffee cup that Link just brought up. I don't, I, I honestly, Sean, do you know what they're called? I go it's, by there. No. It's called Promenade. Laura Hessen has just walked into the studio. She said it's called Promenade. Promenade. Hmm. I don't I even remember. Fancy name. I knew it was a different name a long time ago, but I can't remember even what that was. It's changed names quite a bit. Oh, it has. In our defense. More than once. Yes. Oh, boy. Well, they've got great stuff. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Great coffee here, but the little sandwiches and breakfast yeah, things. I and highly recommend Do they do stuff throughout the day? Like, do they have lunch sandwiches after that? The and... gang says yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Steve Courtney is our WJR sports analyst. And he's got quite a story here that's uh, causing some uh, some kerfuffles, some reaction in the sports world because it has to do with a couple of very highly paid, successful coaches. Jimbo Fisher, I'm told, is almost in the same category as Nick Saban. Would that be a correct uh, way to put it? Well, Nick's in a category by himself, but Jimbo's a national champion as well. Well, I was just going by what I read, that they're both making about $9 million You a got year. that right. You got that right. And th- right. that should mean something. But, uh, yeah, there's nobody better. I mean, he's thought of, uh, let's face it, uh, uh, Nick Saban's thought of as the best of the best. Yep. That's exactly it. So, Mr. Courtney, what the heck yes. is going on here? Well, a little background here, fellas. Uh, good morning, Paul, Sean. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it was back on <laughs> September 30th of 2019 California, you'll recall, became the first state to pass a law allowing college uh, college athletes to be be paid for uh, use of their name, image, and likeness. Big mistake. And then college athletics would follow suit. And if you thought for one second that once NIL was the law of the land that we'd all live happily ever after, <laughs> guess again, because it is really coming to a crescendo. In particular, as you allude to, fellas, In the SEC, Nick Saban making comments Wednesday night, alluding that Texas A&M bought every player in its vaunted 2022 recruiting class. And we thickened the plot here. You'll remember uh, it was back on October 9th in Texas. The Aggies beat the Crimson Tide 41-38. So there's that. Now, obviously, Jimbo Fisher uh, was not going to take the comments of one Nick Saban lying down. Uh, he was none too pleased, saying that at Texas A&M, they do things the right way, that they don't cheat. Well, if you read between the lines, what Nick Saban said didn't imply that anybody was cheating. He just made mention that they bought every player. <laughs> and here's the problem with NIL, folks. Yeah. There are no rules. Mm-hmm. Mm. What is cheating and what is not? That is the problem that uh, college athletics is looking at right now. Steve, that's the biggest issue that we have. You know, to people out there like Paul who are saying this was a bad idea, and I've heard a lot of people saying, well, we have to nip this in the bud. You're not putting Pandora back in the box. Pandora's box is open now, and you it's going to be... unring the bell. Can't do it. I mean, this this is what college football in particular is now, Steve. Well, you're right, Sean, and, uh, you know, Nick Saban also made a run at Deion Sanders, now the head coach at Jackson State, and there was this issue of Travis Hunter, a five-star prospect who originally committed to Florida State, and then lo and behold, we're hearing, and this was out in the open, 
that there was a million dollars on the table if Travis Hunter decided to join Deion Sanders at Jackson State. Uh, that's invariably what happened. And now Deion Sanders is saying, look, I don't make a million dollars. There's no million dollars involved here. Uh, but one of the problems here is, you know, it used to be in a typical recruiting season, you know, uh, colleges would go after, you know, very talented high school players. Now we enter the transfer portal. And there are those under the impression that the recruiting process is not like it used to be. Then again, you've got high school athletes being uh, shown a few dollars coming out of high school Mm. to go to college. Again, the problem is there are no rules. So, you know, it's not only Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban going at it. But an accomplished coach at Clemson by the name of Dabo Sweeney has been saying NIL is the ruination of college football. Yeah, I agree. And it needs to be addressed because the current model is no good. Now, listen, when this thing first came into play, Magnum T.I. Tom Izzo told me rather directly because I asked him, you know, how is this going to affect you and your staff going into a high schooler's front room talking to their family, and next thing you know, the family is making the moolah gesture. He said, it's simple. As coaches, we have absolutely nothing to do with NIL. We can't. It's against the rules. Okay. But again, we get back to what I think is the grayest of all areas. Through the NCAA, there are no rules. You know, this. the other thing that's a problem for me, I certainly don't totally understand it, but this thing you keep talking about, the transfer portal, and now the fact that players stay someplace 15 minutes, they want to go somewhere else, it's very easy. How many, when was the last time you heard a college player in any sport say, well, you know, I have an opportunity to play over at this college, but you know, the classes I'm taking here are so important to my future, I'm going to stay here and finish my college. Why do they even pretend they're in college for anything but for the money now they can make in sports? That's a problem, and we just made it easier for them. Well, therein lies one of the problems, uh, and, and Sean, you know this better than anybody. Back in the day, uh, you know, a program committed to you, you committed to a program. Uh, if you didn't like where you were in the death chart, what did you do? Well, you had to work a little harder, didn't yep. you? Now, uh, for a number of reasons, it's relatively simple. If you don't like your draw at the program you committed to and they committed to you, you can just say, look, I'm entering the transfer portal. Mm. Now, there's legitimate reasons to do that. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, for the most part, I think the transfer portal is uh, – you know, maybe along the lines of NIL as well, it yeah. equates to free agency, doesn't it? Yeah. I know I'm the non-sports guy, but that's what I just said. Yeah. And that's what I believe. And uh, it's unfortunate. And uh, five years, it'll be real interesting what this conversation will be like about college athletics. I don't have a good feeling about it. I'm going to be complete. And look, we're all in agreement that college athletes should be paid. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of Nick Saban's points was at Alabama, their goal was to uh, uh, make it so that each athlete got between 20 and 25 grand. Uh, you know what? Uh, you said we're all in agreement. I'm sorry. I have to uh, respectfully disagree. They are paid. Have you seen the scholarships they get? The extra well, uh, yeah. food they have, uh, the, the tutors, they, all the stuff they get already and, Paul, and have been getting. That was the debate for a long, long time. And, uh, well... Times have changed. All right, but not for the better. Got to run, Stevie. 
All right, fellas, have a great weekend. You too. Steve uh, Courtney here, our WJR sports analyst. uh, uh, Brian Kelly coming up. Stay with us on WJR.